This is a HeadGum Podcast. Are the Oscars today? Are they? Is that is that how that works? Let me <laughs> let me do a Google. When are the Oscars today? <laughs> oh wow! When are the Oscars? If you type "are the Oscars," Google's uh-huh. autocomplete is rigged. I'm just googling it. I'm googling Oscar statue, and the autocomplete is wife. Um, is people wanting to know if the Oscar statue is married, which I get because he's kind of a he's kind of a catch. If I could fall in love with like an Ayn Randian uh, metal gold cyborg, then yeah, you better believe I'm going to do that. Um, I think Oscars are on in on March. They're on March fourth. I looked it up. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. We, this is good. This is this good is audio good. for the top of the show. <laughs> uh, I know. I just want to talk about the Oscar man. Let's talk about let's talk about the beautiful golden man. Why? All right. You know how at um like for football they have the football robot, and for the video game awards they have Schick Hydrobot because it's sponsored <laughs> by Schick. Yeah. Why does the Oscars not have a giant, like, life-size golden man wandering around? Why haven't we mechanized the Oscar man? The Oscarman. We have the... T- yeah, why haven't we mechanized Oscar? <laughs> I feel like we have the technology. Uh-huh. We have the football robot. We have the Schick Hydrobot. We've got them. I want to see him, like... You know how the, the football robot will kind of, like, run in place and he'll catch passes? Oh, he does all sorts of fun, fun stuff stuff to hype the audience up absolutely and, and i gotta tell you i do get hyped by it yeah but i want the oscarman to like <laughs> rip off his tuxedo and just flex and then i don't know like get in a boxing match with helen mirren or something like that you know what i'm saying well okay Cole, the oscar man is not wearing a tuxedo no that's what i'm saying is like he rips it off and he's like oh shit it was the oscarman the whole time he was in disguise before he's holding a sword is that what he's holding? I don't... All right, I'm going to have to look up a picture. I don't think he's holding a sword. Maybe a microphone? What's he holding? Oscar statue. I'm sure that he has an actual name that isn't Oscarman, but that's what I'm calling him. Yeah. Uh, He is holding... Oh, shit. It is a sword. Why is he holding a sword? <laughs> that's why we haven't brought him to life, is because he's too dangerous. <laughs> what happens is this year at the Oscars, Oscarman is going to come to life and behead all men who have behaved poorly in the past year. Oh, good. What a fucking honor it will be. <laughs> uh, this is like my new fandom, Nathan, mm-hmm. is uh, is Oscar Man fandom. And it's just like a bunch of people tweeting and tumbling like, I want the Oscar Man to fucking murder me. <laughs> I want the Oscar Man to wield his sword, raise it high <laughs> above his head, and feel feel the radiance as that golden blade comes down upon my neck. He says in a booming voice, the Oscar for best death goes to you. (laughs) And then he ends my miserable life. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be a good show this year. I'm excited. I'm excited for the the Oscar-esque executioner to finally be unleashed. I can't wait for Laura Dern to speak the sacred word to to utter the shibboleth and uh, and bring forth the Oscar golem, bring him to life. That's probably why they haven't tried to make him into a robot, is because he he's not a a piece of technology. He's a piece of ancient magic. Exactly, and all the statues are like shorn from his his flesh. Mm-hmm. They've all been reverse engineered. Yeah, it grows back. It's kind of like it's a it's a cornucopia of gold. Like you can kind of shave a little flesh off of it, and it grows back. Well, that's how you get that's how you get all the little ones that they present. Yeah, they like buds off of him. Mm-hmm. God, I just can't wait to meet him. That's like that's kind of my whole goal in Hollywood. Uh, that's why I'm out here is to like be able to attend the Oscars so that I can get close enough to you know to touch the Oscarman and receive his wisdom. Yeah, maybe have a finger or two chopped off. <laughs> May may the Oscarman bless you this day. <laughs> uh, we should start the show. Let's do it. What? What should we drop? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. I am your sexy fish man. Caldwell Tanner. And I am your mute janitor come to <laughs> clean your filthy tank, Nathan Yaffe. Hello. My tank is so disgusting. 
Let me let me just get in there. Get in let here. Me, let me just get in it. here with my with my rag. Yeah. Does she use a rag? I haven't seen the movie. You haven't I seen ha- the film. I have not seen the movie. I'm very aware of the hype, the yeah. buzz around it. It looks good. I like. I'm a, I'm a Guillermo fan. You you love a gothic fairy tale. Oh oh my gosh, Pan's <laughs> Labyrinth. Get out of here. Give me give me one of those. Yeah. Give me a classic Hellboy. <laughs> Give me Ron Perlman drinking Modelo's all afternoon. I don't even need, he doesn't even need to be in the makeup. (laughs) There's a little known fact. All of Ron Perlman's scenes in Pacific Rim are just him not in makeup uh, (laughs) from Hellboy. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I guess all of his everyday life, some days he does just put on the makeup just for fun. If I had a face that big, yeah, that I could just make into a, a devil face whenever I wanted to. <laughs> oh, it's very fun. It's very fun to like picture him doing that and then going to like a children's hospital. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody, nobody asked nobody for you. Nobody asked for you. <laughs> but um, no, there, there, there's, a, there's a weird kid over there. He might be into it. I don't know. He seems kind of weird. He seems into gothic fairy tales. Weird kids get sick too. <laughs> <laughs> It's just you pretending to be sick. <laughs> it's me. It was me the whole time. I just go to various hospitals and <laughs> pretend to be a weird sick child so that in case Ron Perlman comes in in full Hellboy makeup. <laughs> you just shaved your beard and ate some Tide Pods so that you could meet Ron Perlman. <laughs> That's my morning routine. I do a shave and I eat a, and I eat a pod. Pop a pod. It's got to work. <laughs> it's the perfect plan. <laughs> have a vision board it's just covered in tide pods and pictures of ron perlman and then when, when he shows up in full regalia at the <laughs> hospital you like cheekily slide him your id it's like hey i'm over i'm over 21 slide me a dello <laughs> hey man I, I can hang this is all a ruse this was all a ruse to meet you <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to meet hideo kojima and i know that guillermo's got a connection <laughs> You got to get me into the inner circle. <laughs> I want to be part of that whole I want to be part of that whole fever dream you got it's, going on over there. <laughs> it seems like a real weird time. <laughs> it seems like a real weird time. I want to be in the room. <laughs> I want to hear where the ideas are coming from. <laughs> I want to eat those weird sweet potato cakes that Hideo Kojima posts about on Twitter. That's my ultimate goal here. Also, uh, I am very. Could you hand me that bucket? I'm very ill. I do. I yeah. I did eat. I did actually eat the Tide Pod. I did smash a couple pods. They can tell. They can tell if you don't eat it. <laughs> they won't let you into the hospital unless you're actually uh, you've actually caused damage. Uh, and your esophagus is not going to recover. I don't think. You're leaving. You're wa- you're walking away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, did, you got you got my card. You don't. You're you're throwing it out. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. This was a day well spent. <laughs> 17 hours to get into that makeup, really? Huh. Well, it was a pleasure, sir. <laughs> it was a pleasure, sir. An honor and a privilege. <laughs> You're calling 911? That seems excessive. Yeah, I'm already in the hospital. Where are they going <laughs> to... You're gonna send the EMT. Oh, the other, the police. You're talking about the police. I oh, get you're it. pointing that gun at me, that prop gun. Oh no, it's a real gun. Okay, oh, it's, a, it's a real gun. Oh, oh, that. <laughs> this took a turn. Uh, what can I say? What can I say? I'm still flattered. <laughs> um, what what are we doing? Well, Nathan, normally on the show, what we do is we uh, we answer emails from listeners uh, and try to come up with an idea for someone to draw. Oh yeah. When we're not sneaking into hospitals to try and meet our heroes, uh, we're answering questions from listeners uh, and taking suggestions. Should we do that now? Let's do that now. Let's do it now. I've got one uh, ready to go. Uh, and this this one comes to us from Talia. Uh, and Talia has written us a, a beautiful email, and I want to read it. Uh, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a lot of fun to dive into. Nathan, here it comes. Yay! Hello, best draw boys. I've recently been thinking a lot about my electronic device and social media usage. I've been trying to do a digital detox, uh, simple living is another term, because I think being (laughs) connected all the time affects my mood. With apps like Pokemon Go, it's even harder to go outside for a walk to get away from the computer and phone for a couple minutes. Mm. It sounds like your jobs involve a lot of computer and social media time. They do. Yep. (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) 
Do you all ever take time to get away from your electronics, or do you feel you even need to? There may be a juicy comic idea sloshing around in this suggestion. Maybe you could all discuss and come up with something. Just wanted to express my gratitude. Love your podcast, and it makes my day at work better because I can't stop laughing. The laughing is contagious. Aw. I wish you all the best. I hope I didn't accidentally copy someone else's suggestion. I'm not caught up on all the episodes yet. Oh, well, then we we won't spoil uh, everything that happens in episode 71. Uh, it's a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lazy river of, of a podcast, <laughs> that one. That's an apt way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nathan, um, I have some ideas for solutions here, but th- this is like a definitely a pressing issue. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I think there are definitely more qualified people to speak on the subject, yeah. but she didn't ask them. She Talia asked us. <laughs> So, so here we are. <laughs> now it's our cross to bear to to pontificate on um, the evils of uh, constantly being plugged in. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's real. <laughs> it's, a, it's a constant a constant bombardment uh, of information and misinformation that it's up to you to parse. So Nathan, I know that like you work full time for the internet. Uh, and I luckily I have a job where like I am now working on longer term projects. Uh, yeah, you got out. Yeah. <laughs> I got out. <laughs> you got out, but it keeps pulling it back in. Oh God, it does. I'm here now, aren't I? Yeah, you're, we are here on the internet speaking to you using the internet to communicate with you. Yeah, like there's, I have so many tabs open and the only way that I can avoid looking at all those tabs is just by keeping a Skype mirror of my own face on the screen. <laughs> it's funny, we're both using the image of, of your face in Skype to, <laughs> to, to, to protect us from the tabs. That'd be, oh, that'd be so funny if we did a, an episode where... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, God. <laughs> Kyle just did, you just did the Newman from uh uh uh-uh. uh not Newman what's what's the character Nedry from Jurassic Park uh huh <laughs> just the little finger wave maybe that's, that's the idea funny. yeah we just need we just need a Nedry we just just set a time limit on <laughs> on all devices. Do you remember being a kid and like maybe your parents would have a net nanny that would like prevent you from going on certain websites? Mine weren't tech savvy enough to have that, but I, I was aware. I'm aware of that technology. We need a net nedry is what you're saying. <laughs> maybe you could hire me out and I'll just, I'll just give out my Skype name and you just keep me up on your screen uh-huh. and like you share your screen with me so I can see what you're looking at. And if I see you kind of like going, uh, just like to kind of check something out, if I, if I see you like loading up TweetDeck or Tumblr, I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. Hey, why don't you go for a little walk? Hey, talk to me. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to a person. You don't have to talk to me. You can talk to anyone, but talk to a person. Yeah. Or yeah, go go outside, look at a rock. Go investigate a waterfall. <laughs> Learn that waterfall secret. <laughs> Is there a dead body behind the waterfall? You don't know. Is there a grotto full of treasure? I hope. <laughs> Find that grotto. I have a surefire solution uh, okay. to this problem, and that is just take longer showers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You can't bring the internet into a shower. No, it's too wet for internet in there. <laughs> it's too wet for internet. You know, I know there are phone companies, The they're coming out with the waterproof phones. Yeah. Still... Uh, I think that's for emergency use only, you know, if you drop it by accident in a puddle. Yeah, I guess you could put your phone in a Ziploc and and load it up in there, but I don't know if you'd be able to, like, use your fingerprint. All phones are, like, contact sensitive now, so I don't know if you'd be able to do it with that. But I guess you could, like, load up a long read, um, (laughs) catch up on some New York Times articles while you're in the shower. I think best practice is to to avoid using the internet in the wet, in the water. Spend more time in wet situations, I think, is the... Yeah, shower more frequently for longer. Uh-huh. Uh, start, take up swimming. Yeah, do you have a... Uh, maybe get a hot tub mm. and just take a day Take a day from the tub. Oh, yeah, do... <laughs> do a Winston. <laughs> do a Winston. And um, I guess if if you can telecommute commute to work, do that. Use the internet for that. Like, have your laptop maybe on one of them floaty... Mm-hmm. Uh, floatables, as I like to call them. <laughs> floatables. 
I'm not going to inquire further. I know what you mean. You know, one of them, uh, <laughs> one of them blow up inflatable uh, floater ones. You put your, you could put a drink on there and, uh, and yeah, your no, laptop. I'm, I'm tech savvy. I know what you're talking about, Nathan. So that's not avoiding the. You're using the internet for work. I, I, I think that's a stopgap solution. We gotta figure out ways to fully detox. I think that. I mean, you mentioned that you have a job. Uh, just schedule a lot of meetings. Oh yeah, you can't be online during a meeting. No, that's rude. Unless you're one of the, you know, unless you're the the one person who is online during the meeting. Exactly, and everyone knows. Everyone knows that you're like you're not even doing like productive stuff. You're just sc- scrolling through Twitter. You're gaming at work, and that's gonna get you fired so quick. Gabe is always always just checking his phone. I'm like, what's what's so important out there, Gabe, <laughs> that you can't participate in the meeting? <laughs> that you can't engage. With these charts and graphics that are being displayed for all of us to see. Exactly, with this whiteboard. But maybe, like, again, full digital detox. Like, because even in a meeting, you're going to be like staring at pie charts uh, on like a projector screen. And that's like so close to internet. That's like basically internet. Yeah. How many pie charts do you see on the internet in a day? Uh, as many as I can get my grubby little hands on, honestly, is the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Go to pie chart, piechartlover.biz. <laughs> just look at my charts. I go to charts.arts and I just check out what's new. <laughs> Is there a comic idea in this, Nathan? Or a drawing, like kind of like ways to detox from the internet? It's kind of fun because like there's an uh, inherent irony in the fact that you're looking at this image on the internet. On the internet, yeah. But like longer showers. Longer showers for sure. Yeah, just like uh, life hacks. Take, yeah. take longer showers. Be abducted to a magic realm. Oh, sure. Yeah, they get more and more. They get more and more absurd, and then maybe the last one is like realize that the internet is a tool. Yeah. That can be used to make your life easier. Don't allow it to take over your life. Set reasonable boundaries and time limits. Just constantly check in with yourself and your mental health, and uh, <laughs> remember that uh, it's a conscious choice what you're doing, and uh, and you're in control. And the last one is get accepted to a wizard school. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No internet there. They don't have Wi-Fi at at Hogwarts. No, no, no. (laughs) Who needs it? They have magic coins that tell them when they're going to meet up for shit. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, that is a problem there. It's people spend all their time looking at their magic coins. (laughs) Their Marauders (laughs) maps. Checking to see what everybody's up to. Just staring at photographs of their dead parents waving at them. Yeah, I mean that's a whole nother can of worms. Uh, and they do uh, have cans. They do have cans of worms at, at Wizard School as well. I hopefully. hate being in meetings with Harry because he always pulls out that animated GIF of his parents waving during meetings, and it's so fucking annoying. It's like we're trying to catch this evil man who is using dark magics, and you're just staring at your dead parents. We're trying to find the pieces of his soul that he right. split into these artifacts we're out here searching for the cursed child and you're just busy staring at all these gifts <laughs> harry harry harold <laughs> i know that's not your name i know harry's not sure for harold but <laughs> it's more fun to say harold angrily do i have another email here let's get back to the internet we are literally on the internet the entire time uh-huh we are recording this podcast this podcast would not be possible without it no but also do unplug sometimes if you ever feel overwhelmed there's nothing wrong with that Absolutely. You know how you're feeling. Go to the gym. Go for like a run. Uh, th- this is just well, this just became real advice, but like, yeah, uh, having a task that you can do that is non-internet related, but like gives you a sense of accomplishment is another good thing. So yeah, just like go for a run and be like, oh yeah, I did it. Because what? Yeah, you've trained your brain to feel whatever good it it thinks it feels from from doing a scroll for finding that that magic post in your feed that'll make you feel good. <laughs> But there are other ways you can trick you can you can trick your brain that won't involve you scrolling past the worst garbage. Nathan, we're all looking for the golden post. That one <laughs> that one perfect piece of that content. one perfect post that you can just be. Oh, is that a comic? Just a guy scrolling and then he finds it and then <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm free." And then he's just burning all of his technology. The perfect post. <laughs> the perfect post. Is that the Eldorado of the 21st century? <laughs> Legend has it buried <laughs> on a forum somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> on in some Game Facts forum, <laughs> there exists the perfect post. There exists the it's perfect funny, post. enlightening, and also tells you how to beat Dark Souls 2. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Nathan, you want this other email? I do, I do. All right, this is a good one. Uh, this It's titled Unwieldy Spoons, which is already great. Mm-hmm. It comes to us from The Only Eeg, which to me sounds like the title of a uh, <laughs> Taika Waititi film. <laughs> about about an egg? About like the last... The last egg, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's, on, there's no more eggs left. <laughs> I, got, I got this one egg. <laughs> Well, you want to share? It? You want to split? <laughs> I'm gonna split these on this one, Eek. <laughs> God, uh, sorry. Right, sorry to anyone is. from from New Zealand. Uh, yeah, you know, it's been a while since we've done a, a bad accent on the show, so we thought. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to read this one, Nate? I do. Okay, the, please do. The spoons. Yeah, thanks for giving me a, a nice a nice short one to read. Call <laughs> absolutely. I get I get overwhelmed. <laughs> Here it is. The email. Here it is. The email. Um. <laughs> You know how in JRPGs, uh, Japanese role-playing games, for those uh, un- unfamiliar... Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was confused. Uh, Gabe finally took a moment to look up from his phone to engage. <laughs> You're welcome, Gabe. <laughs> I thought it was a type of chemical for food. Gabe is, sits in on uh, on every podcast we record. He's always just uh, just scrolling. He's handling our social media. Yeah. He does a shitty job because we never post. You know, he's more of a lurker. Okay, this email. You know how in JRPGs, all the swords are twisty, turvy, and or covered in spikes? Well, I found Welsh love spoons. The spoon version of that. I can't help but imagine an RPG where the weapons are all real goofy spoons. Much apologies to Wales for making fun of their spoons. (laughs) I would say we're not making fun of their spoons. We are celebrating them because... I looked up Welsh Love Spoons after um, reading this email, and I encourage you I recommend uh, to it. do the same. It's just I- if Kingdom Hearts was spoons instead of keys. I instantly have an idea for a comic based on this. Okay, great. And the title of the comic is JRPG Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> great. And it's like, it's a generic RPG character, you know, hair, spiky hair and belts and all. Um, yeah, just fire in his eyes, determination. And they, they like, hold out a, a, an emerald or a gemstone, and they, like, say, like, come forth, spoons of legend, or something like that, and then they're surrounded <laughs> by just all of these resplendent ethereal spoons. Oh, they're so good. And then they grab one, uh, and then they eat their grape nuts. Oh, that's great, because someone with no context for this would just be like, what? Maybe we go full persona with it. It's like, come forth, my other spoon. My soul spoon, I summon you. My soul spoon, I summon you. (laughs) This is the true spoon that lurks in my heart. (laughs) Yeah, I hope that everyone is just looking at pictures of uh, Welsh love spoons while we do this, because they're they're amazing. They're so good. Uh, there's a picture of a spoon. It's I want to draw them. It's two spoons connected by a chain. Spoon chucks. It's it's nunchuck spoons. Yeah. Oh my god, they're beautiful. It's in case you wanna you wanna double spoon eat your your meal. I'm imagining you're holding the spoons yeah. one in each hand, and you're just sort of going just like shoveling that cereal in there. Yeah, or like if you're trying to eat your food, and then all of a sudden enemies of the emperor arrive, and you have to take them out. You're eating with one spoon, and you're battling the enemies with the other spoon. It's just swirling <laughs> around you. Exactly. Maybe, yeah, for breakfast, you eat some sort of uh, demonized acai berry bowl, and you've got to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you must defeat the acai dragon. Right. You have to defeat the dragon that's guarding your breakfast cereal your before. Bowl. Yeah. You wish to feast upon my berry bowl? One spoon to defeat you, and the other spoon to eat you. <laughs> no. <laughs> All of my ancient grains. <laughs> yeah, taking out that wheat dragon so you can enjoy uh, some nice ancient grains or a chia seed bowl. Yes, um, an an oatmeal. Exactly. Well, shit, we we got we knocked that one out real quick. Yeah, it's Goldilocks. Oh shit, she's eating the porridge. It's the bears. The bears come home, see her eating the porridge, and then she pulls out she pulls out her magic spoon, (laughs) 
and just ruins their shit. Now, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking at this picture of these love spoons. Mm-hmm. And I imagine they're handheld size, but there's also a chance that they are the size of a blade. Yeah, there's no person for scale. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just yeah, you just have it have it older over your shoulder. Uh-huh. In that classic <laughs> pose. Exactly. Yeah, the Shinra building is in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, it's just it's the Kellogg's building. It's just the Final yeah. Fantasy 7 cover, but with the Kellogg's building in the distance. <laughs> and you're going to you're going to defeat them so that people can masturbate freely again. What? <laughs> Do you want one more email before we go to break? We're just going to let that thing you said about masturbating go. I'm not going <laughs> to ask any follow-up questions about it. I'm sure it's a reference to something. Yeah, people will get it. Don't worry. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, Te- cool. Uh, tweet at Nathan if, if you got the joke. Yeah, just say, just tweet at me, I got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I got Caldwell's good Kellogg's goof. I got Caldwell's good Kellogg's masturbation goof. You know, any combination of those words Mm -hmm. um i will look it up later all right um well i got i got one more email to take us out and i'm i'm very excited about it it's a real good one it comes to us from uh tingles oh yeah they they've written a a lovely email with lots of hearts and emojis in it Uh, i'm gonna skip down to uh the actual discussion topic because it's very good and i don't want to waste any time here's a discussion topic I'm from the very north of Idaho, where cousins love, and unfortunately, children are born, parentheses, thank God I'm not one of them. (laughs) I've realized, yeah, good, I'm glad, (laughs) thank you, I wish that more people would uh, clarify their bloodlines for us when they send emails. Yeah, no royal bastards in, Yeah, please, uh... tell me how you connect to Victoria (laughs) when you're sending me an email. I need to know how to address you. <laughs> yeah, are you related to the Duke of Orange? I need to fucking know. If you're an Ottoman bastard, I don't want emails from you. <laughs> All right, I've realized that my friends and I have started using a word that resembles the use of the Smurf term. We all say yeet. Mm. <laughs> but the context varies. If used as a response, it's generally positive, like saying yes. But while we are playing Magic the Gathering, nice, the action of yeeting something generally is bad. For example, someone plays a little one slash one creature, and I'll say, hey, yeah, I'm going to yeet your little boy for two damage. <laughs> or... It's <laughs> funny. I read the email before, but hearing yeah. you say it out loud is very good. It's so cocky. I love it. Oh. I'm a yeet your old boy for two damage. Your your old boy's dead. Your baby is gone. Uh. (laughs) Um, Or I'm going to tap all my creatures and yeet you for 20. Wow. Get it. Oh, that's that's a a big big yeet. That's a big yeet. That's a sleet of yeet. You probably use more E's because yeet is spelled Y-E-E-T, but uh, I imagine a, a twenty a twenty damage yeet is probably yeet. That's a big yeet. Yeah, that's a big yeet. Don't cheat on that yeet. <laughs> we're we're, ye- we're yeeters, not cheaters. <laughs> Derek Yeeter. Um, that's nothing. Final thought, nope. comma, redneck babies. Much love, tingles. Tingles, thank you so much for this amazing email. Thank you. Thank you for getting us in at the ground floor of the hot new teen slang. This is the slang that's going to save the day. Yeah. This is the slang that's going to unite us all. I am very excited to work yeet into just my shit across the board. It's already in there. I think I think we're got to we got to use it later on in the in the pod. Absolutely. We're going to be yeeting emails left and right. <laughs> I think like, yeah, and whenever I post like a new image to the web, I'm going to be like, new comic, yeet, yeet, yeet it up. Yum, 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 yeet it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yum, 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 yeet it up. It's so, it's so fluid. It's so. It's a good, it's a good pleasing combination of, uh, of sounds. Now, and I feel bad because Tingles gave us like a good classic suggestion with redneck babies, but like, I'm just going to have to throw that out with the fucking bathwater because yeet is so good. We're going to have to yeet, uh. Yeet away that suggestion. We're the dads misusing this slang. We're oh gonna, yeah, it's gonna be dead by the time we're done with this episode because of <laughs> it's like. So if I if I yeet, is that a good thing? 
Hey Timmy, come here. I wanna, I wanna know if I, if I respond to this email with "yeet it up," uh, is that, is that yeet to you? Does that yeet with, with your friends? Now I've got this electronic cigarette, and I want to yeet down some of that sweet blackberry twist that I got in there. If I vape that delicious wet smoke, <laughs> is that yeeting? Did, did, did I, did I yeet it? <laughs> did I do a yeet? If I type yeet. Into my phone. Do I go to jail? <laughs> Timmy, I need to know. Is the government monitoring my yeet usage? <laughs> Is yeet a blockchain? <laughs> Can I buy some of your yeet coins? Yeah, how how many yeah, how much how much is yeet coin worth right now? I think it's purely again, um, as Tingles mentions, it's it's a Smurf word. It's like just you can slide it into anything. Nathan, I do have a I do have a thought about like a an image that we could draw based on Yeet. Okay, which is um, another addition into our hot my favorite genre, which is just America Lies. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good genre. It's very hearty. People love engaging with a lie about a country uh, that is that is their own. Because like I like to think that I don't know if Yeet is purely limited to uh, Tingle and their crew, mm-hmm. but I, I like to think it is just maybe like a Midwestern word. And like there, each region definitely has its own little slang words like this. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you know, in the South we have y'all or like uh, yuns or something like that, or you know, you you kind of there's like a lot of like contractions. Yeah, in uh in the northeast we have uh we have uh, asshole. <laughs> well, that's we just call everyone an asshole. Everyone an asshole. Anyone and everyone. Yeah. Are there any other uh regional slang words that, you know, like exist or that maybe we should like we, we want to let the world know about? Well, again, it's mm-hmm. it's not even regional so much as just if you've got if you've got a one of those cool friends, mm-hmm. you know you know when you have a cool friend, yeah, like a guy who um, will just anything they say sounds cool and fun and like something you want to participate in, like Ashley, like our friend Ashley, Fuck, like she's um, so cool, yeah, like our like our very cool friend Ashley or um, uh, our our podcast editor Trevor, yeah, Trevor does uh he he's one of those ones who. Uh, We'll say a thing. So, uh, what's a thing? Actually, what's a thing that Trevor would say? Um, should we just? <laughs> he would say hot, hot dog instead of hot dog. <laughs> okay, I'm all about that. And um, it's fun. It's fun to say hot dog. Does Trevor have a microphone? Could he just like record himself saying hot dog right here in the show? He could if he wanted to. Well, I'm just gonna leave a little blank space here, and maybe he'll say hot dog. Yeah, here, here it is. This is a tasty hot dog. Wow, yep, what a treat. We gotta get him on the show. We gotta get him on the show as a, as a real guest at some point. Trevor, go on. <laughs> Trevor, go on the show. What's what, what do you call our show when you, like, abbreviate it? Uh, WSWD, but could that just be, like, Wiswood. <laughs> Wiswood. Wiswood. Trevor, go on Wiswood. Come on Wiswood. <laughs> Not to Wizwood. be confused with uh, the wizard-themed uh, porn site. <laughs> wizard needs sex badly there's a joke there's one joke for you i think that in like the pacific northwest pacific northwest should we keep the regions the same absolutely to use the okay. same map okay we'll use the exact same map but but it's just regional slang yeah so like yeah in the in the north in the like midwest you say yeet but if you wanted to like have like a kind of a, a Smurf esque verb in the Pacific Northwest, you might say like shoom. Oh, for sure you say shoom. Like oh, like big shooms, <laughs> shoomy shoomy. It's kind of it's very. Or like if you saw like a big redwood tree, like a majestic redwood in the forest, you'd be like, oh, that tree's shooming huge. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah, we could like have uh, an example of each maybe, and like a little illustration of like. Like what the usage, like a black and white drawing of a big tree and someone being like, that tree's shooming huge. Or if you're like in uh, in Texas or like the Southwest. Oh, yeah. Then then you've got like a, like a hwibe. <laughs> Say that again? Hwibe. <laughs> now, could you use hwibe in a sentence for me? I'm going to hwibe your dude for two damage. 
Hawaii. Oh, me and my me and my dudes got so Hawaii last night. <laughs> Dude, you want to come to this party? It's gonna be Hawaii as fuck. <laughs> now, Nathan, you're from you're from Baltimore. I'm from Maryland. I'm from the <laughs> I'm from the Washington D.C. suburbs portion of Ooh. Maryland. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> the the capital the capital Beltway, if you will. Um, so what, what's the slang from there like? Oh, the slang from there that is um, terp. <laughs> Worth the wait. <laughs> no, is that is that you saying terp? No, it's terp. I think. Oh, so it's like if you are in Maryland, it's terp. But if you're in Virginia, it's terp. Mm, mm-hmm, is the mm-hmm. breakdown there? Yeah, yeah. People from Virginia love to say "terp." Uh, just gonna say that right now yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Everyone, in Virginia, they love "terp." They love saying "terp." You're out with your fellas. You're out with your crew. Or say, say you're you're getting down to some Smash Brothers, and you're of like, course. I'm gonna like, oh, like "terp you." You can't play with Fox. Come on, no Fox, <laughs> yeah. no "terp" and Fox. Okay. <laughs> and they say, "Don't be such a terp, dude." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's basically it. That's all the the regional variants. I think there's maybe some more that we could dredge up if we wanted to create this image. Yeah, if this uh, this cursed image. Cole, we've got a lot of good ideas. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been yeeting hard for about thirty minutes or so. Uh, I think it's time to take a little break uh, and maybe have an ad or two. My heart's yeeting pretty fast, so uh-huh. uh, <laughs> gotta gotta take a breather. All right, keep it yeety, everyone. We'll be back in a sec. <laughs> Am I saying that right, son? Yeety? <laughs> no? No? Okay. Uh, no? I'm You're leaving? Gonna... Okay. The Bye. door's still closed? All right. <laughs> Nathan, it's it's time for sponsors. Oh, boy. Uh, it's time for one sponsor in s- specific. Yeah. And, and I think you that, know what that means. Mm-hmm. It's time for another visit. From our blue apron. From our blue apron. Uh, it's the third, the third now visit from from the blue ape. It's the hat trick. Yeah, and I mention that because this time the, my blue apron is wearing a big chef's hat. He's wearing a big chef's hat, and he is uh, doing magic tricks. Well, it's not magic. <laughs> it's just how it'll feel when you have learned how to cook these amazing meals. Some people would say the kitchens is the origin of magic, Nathan. <laughs> That's true. Applying heat to meat and creating something new entirely. Yep, it's like edible alchemy. Yeah, edible alchemy. Blue Apron has not told us specifically to stop (laughs) using our, I think, brilliant invention of a mascot. um, (laughs) Yeah. The Blue Apron. They didn't have a mascot before, and now they do. Now they do. uh, it's, It's for them. They can do with it whatever they will. But until that time... The Blue Apron is here to stay. Blue Apron has already agreed to sponsor so many episodes for us <laughs> down the pipe. And we're going to challenge them on that. We're, we're going to get a lot of mileage out of the Blue Apron. Yeah. Who is here wearing his big chef hat, doing magic tricks, mm-hmm. um, letting us know about Blue Apron, which is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, whose mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron is holding up a big sign that says, I shouldn't have played God, but I'm glad I played Chef. <laughs> That's very <laughs> clever. That's very clever, Ron. That's a good sign. Because when you play Chef, you can make a variety of, uh, of meals. Uh, and luckily, uh, it doesn't matter what sort of audience you're serving because they have a lot of different meal plans. They got the two-person meal plan. They got the family meal plan. Maybe you don't want food at all. Maybe you just want uh, some good grapes to slurp down with your existing food, and that's fine because they got the wine plan. Oh yeah, yep those those sipping grapes. Six bottles of that good red or white or white, whichever. Maybe even a rosé. Who knows? There's so much customization. You can choose to have your meals be uh, two, three or four recipes per week, uh-huh. depending on what fits your schedule. It's high quality. They use only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones because, uh, <laughs> as we all know, uh, Blue Apron's got enough hormones to go around. <laughs> no, I mean, it's all natural, though. He's just a very manly ape is what I'm getting at here. 
the meals are all delicious. Nathan, you want to talk about what they got coming? Up? I want to talk about the meals coming because they send us the meal names with pictures, and they they look so good. And any excuse to stare uh, at these delicious looking meals, I will take. They've got coming up in February. They got uh, strip steak and potatoes with spicy maple collard greens. I didn't know I liked collard greens until uh, I, I got a recipe with collard greens from Blue Apron. Collard greens are great. It's just like... They just absorb just the flavor. It's greens you put flavor yeah, on. Yeah, they absorb all the flavor you put on it. You can put... I'm spicy maple. Get out of town. Uh, you got soy glazed Korean rice cakes with broccoli and soft-boiled eggs. And if they could teach me how to make an egg that looks as good as the egg they got on top of that plate... Oh boy. It's so soft boiled. Look at that soft boil. Oh, it's just it's just oozing out. This is me only egg and it's so soft boiled. Creamy <laughs> <laughs> Fusilli Bacati pasta with fried rosemary and walnuts. That's a that's a nice vegetarian option. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a nice cold weather dish right there. And they got plenty of veggie options like uh options for pretty much every diet. Nathan, I've also I've just received some great news. Uh-huh. Which is that um, there's going to be a Blue Apron-specific edit of the Dwayne Johnson film uh, Rampage. Oh, good. We're... With the Blue Apron in it. It's just color-corrected from white to yeah. blue. <laughs> it's the exact same movie. And then it is our voice ADRing in uh, anytime he, he talks to the, the ape, he calls him Ron. He just says, like, my good friend Ron. Ron. He got so big. My good friend Ron got so big. <laughs> oh, no. Ron <laughs> is destroying the city. Ron ate too many good Blue Apron meals. <laughs> it's destroying the city because of how big and strong he got. Ron is so big and strong, he's in the city right now giving people access to fresh <laughs> delivery ingredients and recipes. So if you want to uh, eat some very good foods and grow to the size of a skyscraper and destroy a city, um, you can do that with Blue Apron. And right now, uh, Blue Apron is treating our listeners to $30 off their first order. All you got to do is visit blueapron.com slash we draw. Uh, check out this week's menu. Get $30 off at blueapron.com slash we draw. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Yay. Oh, there goes Ron. There goes Ron. He was he was pleased with the read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He gave us a big hug and broke all of our clavicles, and now he's gone. Yay! Well, I'm ready to get back to the show. Yeet! Yeet! Hello, friends. We are back. Yeah, yeet, yeet. Yeet, yeet. <laughs> yeet. I'm yeeting back. I'm ready to yeet. I'm ready to yeet the rest of this podcast. You keep doing it as just an alternate for eat, and I think that's fine. But you gotta open your heart. You gotta expand your. No, that time I was I was using it for as instead of record. I'm ready to. I'm ready to yeet the rest of this podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was wrong. You don't eat a podcast, Caldwell. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you accuse me of such a crime? You wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't eat a podcast. Fuck you. I'd do both if I could. But I would eat a car, and I would <laughs> eat a podcast. Uh, do you want to eat this next suggestion? I I do. It comes to us from iTunes. Yay! You can rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Uh, it makes us feel good. Yeah. And uh, it helps the show. It's like when you go to Disneyland and you get a fast pass so you don't have to wait in line because uh, there's a lot less reviews than there are emails. So uh, it's a good way to cut the line and maybe get your suggestion read. Yeah. You, you, you give us a five-star review. You say some nice stuff about us and then leave us a suggestion at the end. Hey, we might just read it. Yeah. You're in business. I'm going to read this one if you don't mind. Okay. Caldwell and good old Nate always deliver on the laughs and tasty comics. They even take your suggestions. For example, if I were to suggest they draw some radical skating tigers, they'd probably do it. A plus wholesome and smart comedy. Wow. That's from that's from Cass that's from Cass Doodles. Yeah, you can listen to this with your priest or rabbi. Yeah, do, do yeah. If, if you're if you're taking Hebrew lessons and your rabbi's like, What are you listening to? You're supposed to be learning the Torah. <laughs> Be like, taking, I'm just listening to my favorite wholesome podcast. You're taking the the Hebrew lessons directly from the rabbi. That's uh, yeah. You you got you got that connect. <laughs> Private sesh. 
private sesh with with the Rebby with with Reb uh, uh, Reb Reiner, and uh, they're just interested in what you got what you got playing in your earbuds. What you got pumping in there, yeah, yeah. Wholesome, not language wise, I guess, but I guess theming. We do <laughs> we do talk about butts a lot. I feel like. <laughs> But not in a mean way, I think. No, I think we're butt positive on this show. We always try to punch up at the butts because it's funnier <laughs> yeah, to uppercut they're... a butt than to like elbow it or, or punch down at it is what I think. And we've just got all these butts hovering above our heads at all times. That <laughs> Get out of here. If you don't punch them, they will land on you. And, you know, they, sometimes they're real nice and soft, but sometimes they're a little they're a little hairy. And sometimes scratchy. it's a little foul. Radical skating tigers. Mm now Caldwell, yeah. My immediate first thought when I heard this one was like a was like a Tony the Tiger or a cartoon okay. tiger. That's funnier, yeah. But my second thought, okay, was just an actual tiger on a skateboard. Uh, oh, okay. I was thinking rollerblades, which would certainly uh, be more difficult for the tiger. Mm-hmm. But uh, a tiger, is it on a tiny skateboard or is it on a proportional size skateboard? I think a longboard for sure. <laughs> nice. And um, I just <laughs> imagine imagine if a tiger was able to obtain that level of mobility. If a tiger escaped from the zoo and instantly got on a longboard, then we're all doomed. Because again, you're, you're going to hear that sound coming. You're going to think, oh, it's just some teens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, oops, there's your jugular. <laughs> and yeah especially if they're if if they got out of like san diego is pretty you know there, there's some hills there oh they could build up they could build up a lot of momentum going down those hills <laughs> for sure what other zoo animals would be funny uh what are like if this this feels like maybe a children's book that we're writing now okay it's like uh tigers on skateboards uh giraffes on unicycles it's kind of like it's like some Dr. Seuss bullshit uh, or like kind of just like a fun look at like animals and, and modes of transportation. Yeah, it's it's a way you can teach kids both. Yeah. I used to love as a child, I used to love a book that was just a list of things. <laughs> there was there no discernible, no plot or conflict or character. Just just here are a list of things and some illustrations. Have you read that? Uh, did you read the book as a kid, uh, 12 Toucans in a Tesla? <laughs> is that real? <laughs> no. I, How would that listen. be real? A Tesla hasn't existed. I mean, I guess it could exist now, but like a Tesla didn't exist when we were babies. No, Caldwell. Yeah? 12 Toucans in a Tesla is an excellent title for a children's book. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now we got numbers in there too. Shit, yeah. We got modes of transportation, we got animals, and we got numbers. Kids gotta know numbers. Yeah. Someone's buying that book for their precocious uh their precocious two year old. If you want to get anywhere in life, you gotta know at least seven numbers. <laughs> yeah. Uh you need yeah, four twenty, <laughs> sixty nine, uh huh, eight thousand and eight. One million dollars. That one. One million dollars. <laughs> My wife, not a number, but <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. My my one wife. There you go. My one wife. This <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be that funny. <laughs> and, and my two cents. And my two cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the numbers. <laughs> so, yeah, do we want to just do a children's book that's like... Do we want to make a, a full children's book? For our drawing. It's a beautiful watercolor portraits, yeah. That would be ambitious, but I uh-huh. think uh it's twenty eighteen. Yeah. We're we're on Ep seventy two. That's another number. <laughs> I kind of understand it. I get what the seven is, but the two is confusing me. And I don't understand how they work in conjunction. Yeah, it's like why are they next to each other? Shouldn't they be fighting Shouldn't it be seven uh my two wives like that? I would understand if that was what it was. Look, if seven, eight, nine, then I don't, two should be terrified because it's much smaller. <laughs> Classic. Very good. Yeah. There, this is where, this is where we've ended up. <laughs> I want to, I do want to backtrack <laughs> okay. to the idea of like a Tony the Tiger. A, a cartoonified, personified animal. Yeah. Um, with the addition of a mode of transportation. Yeah. Because like, I guess, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Tony the Tiger has been on a skateboard at some point. 
Tony the Tiger for sure dabbles in uh, all sports, both extreme and otherwise. Yeah. What's like? What's a sport that he would be bad at? Highlight. I would love to see Tony the Tiger. Like, I feel like he'd be good at that. I mean, he's, yeah. Fuck, he'd be he's great munching at it. those. He's munching those flakes. Uh huh. He's got the body of a professional wrestler with all the strength of a, a tiger. What if Nathan? Why have we not given Tony the Tiger the uh, Mike Myers cat in the hat treatment? Is that the next step? Is there going to be, you know, we've done comic books now. Yeah. Is the next major cinematic universe going to be serial mascots? I think maybe so. I like the idea of like a live action Tony the Tiger movie. Yeah. But it's like, you know how for a while you could go to McDonald's and they would have um, those like Ronald McDonald uh, cartoons that you could buy with your Happy Meal? It would be like a DVD of Ronald McDonald and his friends having some fun adventures. You could buy a disc of cartoon content. Yeah. At a McDonald's. No, I did not. I was unaware of that. Well, no, what they would do, you wouldn't buy it. You would just go to buy um, like a, a cheeseburger Happy Meal. And then in place of the burger, sometimes there would just be a DVD. Yeah, that was their strategy. Yeah, and if so you could just... clean the cheese off of it, there would be like a very cursed cartoon of like a very classy supo looking Ronald McDonald going on an adventure with Grimace. Is is this something that you was this when you were a child? They had these. This was a little past when I was a child, but I remember seeing the commercials for it. Because yeah, because DVDs dates this to a very specific period in our uh, collective history. Absolutely. Uh, no, I I missed that one. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, um, I never saw them, but like I remember seeing like ads for these, and I like this approach. Maybe that you just you just get a DVD. We don't even. It's not even advertised on the box. Mm-hmm. It's just you get a DVD. You like you're pouring out your frosted flakes. It is still DVDs. That's good. It's not. It's not just like a link. To, like a code that you can use to watch it on a on an internet. I think we make this even more cryptic. I think there's just a flash drive in your box. Okay, yeah, USB drive. It comes out with your loops, with yeah. your pebs, and and you plug it in, and it's just um, it's just some bad cartoons. No, it's live action. Is the thing. oh right? Okay, we, we're back. Yeah, it is going to be John Cena as Tony the Tiger. It's going to be um. Rowan Atkinson as uh, Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam, of course, that makes sense. He's, he's already played he, Zazu, so I think he he's played like, Zazu. He knows how to play a large, a large build bird with a British accent. The Flintstones were already a cartoon and live action movie. Yeah, we'll just get the actors from Viva Rock, Rock Vegas, and I think that like we'll just get them in there. Yeah, uh, we're not going to be able to get um, shit. We're we're not going to be able to get uh, Rick Moranis. No, okay, so we'll get John Goodman and Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> get them back in the mix. Yeah, this is great. I think like and I think what what's really gonna be important here is that we do not mention anywhere that this film is included in the box. Right. It's a it's very guerrilla marketing. We just we just like plant it because I want it to be a thing that kids talk about and it just like scares them for years to come. Just like John Cena in full big cat makeup. I want it to be one of those things where it'll happen to a child. They'll get the thing. They'll watch it. They'll be disturbed by it. It'll they'll forget about it, and then years later, in their mid twenties, they'll be like, "Is that something that actually happened to me, or did I <laughs> did I dream it?" I think we need to be planting that more. Like, we need to be, like, sowing more subconscious nightmares like that in culture. Because everything's so polished nowadays. We need to let some, like, rough gems get through like that. So I think what we will need to do is, yeah, like, personally film this and then kind of, I guess, just sneak into the the General Mills uh, cereal factory and just, like, kind of hide these, like, pirate some of these these flash drives into the cereal, kind of like the Grey album uh, that Danger Mouse put out. I mean, it's we're basically we're we're our generation's Don Bluth because I think no no entity more encapsulated that that space in my mind of just things that I was like that that wasn't a real thing, was it? <laughs> that bird didn't smoke a cigar. That bird didn't didn't turn his head all the way around <laughs> on his neck, right? There wasn't a movie about a dinosaur's 
that were that could talk that, that were back <laughs> that were back. Nathan, I have one last suggestion about Tony the Tiger. Okay, and it's just a commercial of Tony the Tiger, and he's just lifting weights, <laughs> and like yeah, he doesn't talk for the entire commercial. He's just really into it. He's just. <laughs> Very, very realistically, like struggling with a lot of weight. Like you can see the veins popping out through his fur somehow. It's very graphic. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just deadlifting, fucking like four hundred pounds. Uh huh. And then like he hops into the shower, uh, and you see him like just crunch down on a bowl of frosted flakes in the shower. And I think that's the commercial. That's the new one. And then the kids, the kids like are just like not allowed. <laughs> I like to imagine, like, because he, he always appears whenever someone's just talking about Frosted Flakes. So it's like a kid a kid eating Frosted Flakes at the gym yeah. while their, like, gym meathead dad is lifting weights. And then Tony comes and just starts just schooling them all <laughs> in the weightlifting. They're like, hey, Tony's here. And he's like, not now. Not now. Tony's in the zone. I'm in the zone. I'm in the tone zone. Do you think that maybe the commercial is just him? Just for two minutes. It's going to be a long commercial. It's a long commercial. That's that's four spots. They picked four. They Yeah. <laughs> this is their Super Bowl commercial. It's him like doing squats, bench pressing, you know, like, yeah, again, probably some cleaning, probably some deadlifting. And then you just cut to like a family at a table, just kind of quietly eating uh, Frosted Flakes and kind of waiting for Tony to show up. They're like checking their watch, but he just never gets there. And then you just like, just see him like, toweling himself off and then he checks his phone and he's like oh shit <laughs> like his phone his phone was buzzing <laughs> frosted flakes frosted flakes oh oh shit oh, oh, oh. no i'm coming i'm coming he just like picks up. no no I'll, I'll be are you still eating are you still eating breakfast no just keep just i'll be right there <laughs> shit i was working out this is what i normally work out i thought i i thought i put that in the google cal all Dude, right you got it all right did you talk to Did you talk to Michael about this? Did you talk to Michael about this? I I thought I told him to No, it's okay. No, I'll be right there. I'll be right over. <laughs> shit. He hangs up the phone and says shit and then it's just frosted flakes on the screen. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's such a good workout though. Yeah. Is that a drawing? Um, yeah, it's just sort of like in the vein of that McDonald's one we drew where the Oh yeah, that's true. We could dip back into that. Yeah, I think people people like uh, a relatable, recognizable character in an uh, in a surprising uh, <laughs> new context. Yeah, and it just looks like those buff tigers from the end of Zootopia. It's like a good look. <laughs> well, Nathan, I feel like it's, it's yeah. come to the end of the show. I think it's time for us maybe to uh, to pick a drawing. It's time for us to eat out uh, the drawing that we will uh, eventually draw, that we will render into flesh. To the one drawing we pick, we say yeet, and uh-huh. to the rest of the drawings that we uh, don't pick, we say yeet. That's going to be a neat. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. We got so many good ideas. I don't know. This may have to be uh, a surprise. Okay, yeah, surprise ballot. But let's let's run back through. For sure. We, we had our idea, uh, just a, a list of ways to try and cut down on your internet time. Yeah, that seems actually practical showering we did a lot of showering talk in this episode this was a (laughs) this was an unintentionally steamy episode i gotta tell you i haven't showered yet and it's kind of like it's at the forefront of my mind it's what you got on the you've done you've done a lot of just sort of uh pantomime scrubbing motions during the recording i was i was uh trying to ignore them but uh, (laughs) there's the It's very funny because of where I have the Skype call positioned on the screen every time Caldwell wiggles his finger. I did another Ned rewag. You get me right in my periphery. I see an unexpected movement and then I look over and the face you're making is so just <laughs> Oh, you can just listen to the sounds I make when Caldwell makes just a funny it. face. Picture it in your just mind. Ma- just imagine just imagine you had a little Caldwell in a box yeah. on your computer screen, and he maybe we'll record a little gift to post with the with the comic or something like that. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got that idea. The other, we got two ideas from the Internet Detox um, email. So thank you, Talia. The second one was the uh, finding the perfect post. 
Oh, the golden post. You find the golden post and then, because that can be a real short one, I think. Just like a bored person just sort of scrolling on their phone and then uh-huh. they find a post and their face lights up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'd have to come up with what that post is. Uh-huh. I imagine it involves dogs. I, I think it's uh, um, Reservoir Dog style. Oh, no, uh, Pulp Fiction style. Pulp Fiction style. It's just the phone sort of glows gold and they go, oh, my God. The perfect post. The perfect post. This is what I've been looking for. Uh huh. I can stop. <laughs> I I can stop scrolling. I'm free. Yeah. Did you hear about Ted? He found the perfect post. <laughs> he found the perfect post. He's free. He's not. He's not online anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he found. It was a tweet that was you know because it's two seventy now. Yeah. So it was a picture of a dog, um, an FAQ for Bloodborne and. Um, and a recipe for sweet potatoes. An inspiring weight loss story. Yeah, and also like just some a real funny goof. Just a real fun, just a real clever goof. Just like one that one that you wouldn't have thought of on your own. Sometimes I see a goof, a goof, and I'm like, oh, I wish I thought of that. And sometimes I see one, I'm like, oh, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> I love seeing a good goof online. <laughs> I, oh, I love a good goof. <laughs> a goof is what they say in the in the plane planes. Exactly. Yeah, they say like, oh, you, you're you're cuckling me up with this good gof. Uh what other ideas do we have? Um JRPG breakfast. God, I love that one too. Shit. Yeah. We could <laughs> we could probably sneak one of those spoons into the Tony the Tiger comic if we do that one. That would that would be bizarre. Maybe we just draw Tony the Tiger as a Kingdom Hearts character and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's holding the spoon. No cont. Yeah, what if what if the drawing was it just looked like some real deviant art like furry yeah uh fan art of Tony the Tiger and he is he's just like decked out in kingdom hearts style straps and he's talking to Sora and he's saying friendship is great <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we <laughs> we overthink it sometimes i think just that single image and we're just like i don't know why this exists yeah <laughs> <laughs> we can make one of we can make one of those images that just makes the rounds. What if we made like a fake artist or deviant art account and like we just kind of started posting all of stuff like this to that and like we just like act like we're discovering it? Like it would be like the knuckles yeeter sixty nine. The knuckles yeeter <laughs> on deviant art, and it's like, man, I don't know why they made this, but it's cracking me up. Yeah, um, that's an idea. Just fucking like if we just did a bunch of drawings of serial mascots in Kingdom Hearts, that's really tickling me. Shit. Okay, so Kingdom Hearts, you know, it's been a while since we've done, since we've been able to combine elements from multiple emails into a single drawing. All right, so you got Tony the Tiger is obviously kind of like a big keyblade wielder, spoon blade wielder. And I think it just, it's fun to like picture them all saying very bizarre lines. Like you've got like the tricks rabbit, I feel like would probably be um like an evil magician. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> it's like, sure. It's like him and Maleficent. <laughs> They're teaming up. Yeah, okay. So each <laughs> drawing is a serial mascot with either a Disney or Okay, so what it is Final Fantasy character. <laughs> it's Sephiroth <laughs> and the Tricks Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh and Sephiroth being like the power of tricks. I never thought possible. <laughs> Or something like that, yeah. Tricks aren't for kids anymore. Right. Now who's the silly rabbit? <laughs> oh, maybe it would be the Tricks rabbit and the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland or something like that. There are rabbits extant in there. And something I think we should clarify, they they are very muscular and sexy. Oh, absolutely. In, in all of these drawings. And okay. they have so many zippers and belts and it's just, it's and like just big boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The power of Kingdom Hearts will surely allow me to get those tricks. <laughs> All right, let's move on. That's good, though. Yeah, I really want to draw just a, a handsome toucan salmon. <laughs> follow your nose to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> handsome. We must follow my nose to the door to darkness. Cause stop me. You may be heartless, but I'm not noseless. <laughs> Shit, we have to keep moving. Uh, regional slang in our, uh, our America Lies series. That's... I mean, that's just a, a strong contender. That's a very strong contender. We got too many strong contenders. Yeah, this is going to be redemption uh, round two is going to be really Chuck wild. Full. It's going to be uh, poof. it's going to be a crowded competition for sure. And then yeah, that that we're back to serial mascots. We're back to the the radical 
radical rollerblading skateboarding tigers we're gonna have to go and have a little war room after this you and me yeah really hash it out i think there are too many strong choices to make the decision right now speaking of hashtags don't forget to let nathan know that you understood my good kellogg's gof <laughs> eat at nathan about my good kellogg's gof you can tweet at me at caldy uh and say something like release the drawings uh because they're coming and um it has all been just a grand conspiracy. We have them already. Uh, we're just stockpiling them and not releasing them for fear of uh, being looped into a government conspiracy. So uh, right, we're we're waiting till we're waiting till after midterms exactly to uh, <laughs> get those guys out. So tweet at at Nathan Yaffe. I got the goof. Uh, tweet at Caldy. Uh, release the drawings. Um, you can email us uh, at wswdshow at gmail.com, and we'll take suggestions there. You can also leave us an iTunes review, as we mentioned, or you could mail us a physical object or letter at 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, uh, Los Feliz, California, 90027, and that's Hillhurst, H-I-L-L-H-U-R-S-T. I got a tweet about how to spell it, and that's the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spelling. I think that's going to do it for us this week, Nathan. Is there anything left to cover, or can we can we return uh, to the tank and uh, and and just dance, just get naked and dance? Your tank is uh, your tank's clean. It took us this long to clean it. We had a nice chat while we were doing it, and yeah, you can you can get back in there, and I'll I'll shake a few uh, flakes uh, on top that you can you can nibble at. Yeet, fucking yeet, fucking um, yeet. Well, y'all, this has been uh, what should we draw? Thank you so, so much for listening. And Nathan? Yeah. I think I know we should draw. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeet you later. Yeet you later. Am I saying that right? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think we did it wrong. Timmy? Timmy? Timmy, come back. Timmy, open. Oh, he, he moved out. Okay. He's 24. That was a HeadGum Podcast.